0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 841, How to Be Happy by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Saturday. Welcome to one of the only podcasts in the world where blogs are narrated to you for free with permission from the authors. It's an award winning podcast, thanks to you, the listener. And speaking of, pretty soon I'll be asking for your help for the People's Choice category of a big awards program. If you enjoy this show, it would be awesome if you could participate. I'll definitely mention it here once voting begins really soon. But for links and all of that fun stuff, the best place to be is on my mailing list at oldpodcast.com because I'll announce it there. That'd be a great way to show your support. And today's post comes from Cal Newport, who tends to write posts for college students. This one is great if you're in college, but if you're not, take a listen and I'm sure you'll learn something new. So with that, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. How to be happy, by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. Dr. Happiness Speaks. A few weeks back, I went to see a talk by Harvard lecturer Tal Ben-Shahar. The topic, how to be happy. Dr. Ben-Shahar helped kick off the recent happiness mania that seems to have infiltrated the American zeitgeist. His positive psychology course at Harvard began as a six-student seminar and expanded over the subsequent few years to over 1,400 students, making it, at its height, the university's most popular offering. What this tells me, his advice rings true for college students, from him, to me, to you. In the spirit of last week's Radical Simplicity Manifesto, I wanna share Dr. Ben Shahar's insights. In this article, I have included his most interesting points drawn from both his lecture and his book. I follow this summary with some observations and questions about what would happen if you were to apply this philosophy to your student life. We start with the basics. What is happiness? Happiness is the overall experience of pleasure and meaning. A happy person enjoys positive emotions while perceiving her life as purposeful. The balance here is key Neither hedonism nor rat-racing delayed gratification can satisfy alone. Allow yourself to be human. An important caveat, don't expect to be happy all the time. You will sometimes be sad. You will sometimes be anxious or nervous. You'll get dumped and you'll feel overwhelmed. These are human emotions. Don't fear or be embarrassed of them. Instead, embrace them. They are part of life, your life. As Dr. Ben-Shahar said, quote, there are some people who always feel happy. They're called psychopaths, unquote. The goal should be that over the aggregate of your life, you have a large number of pleasurable moments and feel on the whole engaged in meaningful activities. Happiness is the ultimate currency. This is a dangerous thought for college students. Increasingly, however, I've been pushing it. Make happiness the ultimate goal in your life. Build everything around this, from your course schedule to your career path. Enough big picture ideas, let's get to the specific advice. Tip number one, set goals. Research shows that the pursuit of goals that are concordant with your values can produce significant increases in your sense of well-being. Interestingly, the data show that achieving goals or failing to do so doesn't seem to matter so much. There is something about having a focus on something important that helps us get more out of each present moment. Tip number two, seek flow. The magic state for increasing well-being is to be neither bored nor overwhelmed. This means you should seek challenges that exactly meet or slightly surpass your current abilities. For college students in particular, this translates to finding that perfect course load that pushes you intellectually without overwhelming you with more work than you can easily manage. Tip number three, simplify your life. Psychologist Time Kasser has shown that time affluence consistently predicts well-being. Whereas material influence does not. For the uninitiated, time affluence is the feeling that one has sufficient time to pursue activities that are personally meaningful, to reflect, and to engage in leisure. In other words, underschedule what you have to do so you have plenty of time to deal with what you want to do at the moment. For college students, this means resisting the urge to fill all of your time with coursework and activities. Instead, purposefully underschedule and then use the excess hours for the cool stuff that randomly pops up. Tip number four, focus on happiness. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, quote, to different minds, the same world is a hell and a heaven, unquote. The practical translation, put in an effort to both seek out happiness-boosting experiences and learn to express gratitude for what you find. There will always be flying c- around in your life. This will never go away. If you focus on it, your world will become Emerson's hell. The real trick is to learn how to keep moving amidst this, acknowledging that it's a part of life that spares no one, and continually seek out or construct experiences that make you happy. Don't just have these experiences, but also reflect on them later and show real gratitude. Dr. Ben Shahar points to compelling research that mindful reflection on what you enjoy during your day can significantly boost self reported well being. Case study the happy college student. Let's take Dr. Ben-Shahar's advice out for a spin. Here's an interesting question. Assume you built your undergraduate life around the concept of happiness. What would it look like? Here's one proposal. Our hypothetical happy-focused student has a single major that he finds interesting. He is careful to keep his course low light, mixing easy with hard courses each semester so he is never overwhelmed with work. By deploying a smart arsenal of study habits, he further reduces the difficulty. This allows him to really dig into the material, spend extra time thinking about the bigger implications, arguing in class discussions, and finding himself often getting struck at the most unexpected moments with little shivers of inspiration. He doesn't dread schoolwork because he doesn't have enough of it to make it painful. He's involved in some activity that he finds really important. For example, as a philosophy major, Perhaps he believes in the movement to reemphasize the importance of the liberal arts in college education. This might translate practically into him being an editor of the Undergraduate Philosophy Journal and helping to organize the journal's guest lecture series that brings interesting liberal thinkers onto campus. However, this is his only real time-consuming extracurricular activity. Combine this with his manageable course load and he has plenty of free time. He uses this for all sorts of purposes. Maybe he's taken up yoga and has learned to take advantage of the daily shuttle from campus to a local ski slope. We can imagine that he's constantly hanging out with friends and has been known to spend an afternoon reading random books at the bookstore cafe. He attends talks that seem interesting, watches a lot of movies, and has become a beer snob to the endless amusement of his natty light swilling roommates. At the same time, these extra hours also let him take advantage of more unexpected and impressive random opportunities, like writing an op-ed, pitching an article to a magazine, or volunteering to help set up a conference. He's flexible, engaged, and low stress. This leads him to interesting places. This combination of being engaged in his schoolwork, doing something important, and finding lots of opportunities to inject some pleasure into his day leads to one happy undergrad. My questions for you. This is, of course, just a hypothetical scenario, but the big ideas are concrete. Like what you have to do, don't do too much of it. Get the most out of the free time that remains. It's a simple philosophy. Yes, some might say radically simple, but it's worth thinking about. Here are the key questions to ponder. What changes would you have to make in your student life to make happiness your ultimate currency? How would this impact your potential paths after college? Does this impact matter? I'm curious to hear the results of your ruminations. You just listened to the post titled How to Be Happy by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. One of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money. And this should be started when they're little. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Go Henry by Acorns the smart debit card and learning app for kids 6 to 18. GoHenry helps kids learn about all things money, earning, spending, saving, budgeting, and so much more. You can even track their chores and pay their allowance right in the GoHenry app. And with their GoHenry debit card, they can put their skills to use in the real world. Plus, parents can set spend limits and get real-time notifications whenever their kids use their cards. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with GoHenry as a kid, learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success and get started today at gohenry.com old. Terms and conditions apply. Renews from $4.99 per month unless canceled. I'll keep this ending nice and short for you today, I'll just mention one more time that a great way to show your support is to come be a part of my weekly newsletter mailing list at oldpodcast.com. Thank you for being here and listening every day, including the weekends, and I'll be back tomorrow on Easter Sunday. I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life.